I'm Greg Jarrett. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, December 10th, 2020. I'm Trey Yanks. Another normalization deal was announced today, this time between Israel and Morocco. Now, with the changes in the region and Iran being uh, in the picture and having more effect and the threat as they see it, all these countries especially Sunni countries, Sunni Muslim countries. There was more interest in reaching a deal with Israel even before uh, reaching a solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Morocco now joins the UAE, Bahrain, and Sudan in normalizing relations with Israel. The message delivered today by the King of Morocco to President Trump. It comes amid a week of political disagreement about the Americans selling weapons to the UAE following its new deal with Israel. Actually, today we have we have found out that a new agreement has been announced by by the U.S. President Donald Trump between Israel and the state of Morocco in North Africa. This is Ibrahim Hasbon, a senior Fox News field producer. This is the fourth Arab country that Israel uh, will have a normalized relation. Uh, And it has uh, two reasons. There is like countries own interest and uh, the Trump administration interest of making agreements between these countries before uh, before they leave office. Uh, For Morocco, uh, they have established unannounced relations with Israel for many, many years. And uh, there was even direct flights from time to time between Israel and Morocco that take Jews who emigrated before uh, the establishment of Israel from Morocco to Israel to visit their origin home in Morocco. And they have even uh, diplomatic relations between the king and the government of Israel, even they are not announced. The second important issue for Morocco is the uh, Western Sahara Territory. It is a disputed territory, and it witnessed a, w- a war between militants of this area and the Moroccan government until early 90s, where a ceasefire was was broken between the sides. But the Moroccan government has a big influence on the region. The UN, the United Nations, want to make uh, like a choice for the people of the area to choose between being independent or to be part of Morocco, but they were never allowed. And today, by the U.S. accepting to recognize this uh, this territory as part of Morocco, it's a big win uh, to the uh, to the Moroccan government, and they that they were seeking for many, 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 uh, many years. So we've seen this deal announced today, and much like some of the other deals that have taken place this year, whether it's between Israel and the UAE, Israel and Bahrain, Israel and Sudan, the Israelis had some level of a relationship with these countries. And as you mentioned, Morocco is on that same list of having backdoor relations and able to participate in specific areas of business. But this is going to need to open up the door to a lot of other things. And we also heard Jared Kushner today, a senior advisor to the president, talking about how he doesn't believe Morocco is going to be the last country to do so. He also brought up Saudi Arabia as what he called inevitable in their desire and ultimate decision to make peace with Israel. 
Yes, actually, you know, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is the core issue for not having peace agreements between all these Arab countries and Israel. And uh, in 2002, there was an Arab initiative calling uh, Israel uh, to reach a solution with the Palestinian uh, based on a two-state solution and the Palestinian state. And then all these countries will, uh, uh, will recognize Israel as a state. But, but now, with the changes in the regions and Iran being uh, in the picture and having more effect and a threat, as they see it, all these countries, especially Sunni countries, Sunni Muslim countries, there was more interest in reaching a deal with Israel even before, uh, before uh, reaching a solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And Morocco joined Saudi Arabia and uh, Arab Emirates and Bahrain on facing Iran on that front. Also, a few days ago, uh, the king of Saudi Arabia, King Salman, has declared officially that Saudi Arabia is backing a two-state solution and a state for the Palestinians. And that's what exactly the king of Morocco ensured the Palestinian president today. So king of Saudi Arabia make the step forward for the king of Morocco to reach that agreement. However, it's more complicated for the Saudi to reach with the Israelis, but it could be next. And the Palestinian, the Palestinians, has already uh, uh, returned the, the ambassador to to the, uh, to the Arab Emirates and to Bahrain in order uh, to, to to have a role in in the changing in the region. You've been listening to Ibrahim Hasbon, a senior Fox News field producer. We'll be right back. I wanted to ask you about the role that defense spending and defense deals play in all of this. We saw this week the U.S. Senate voting down two resolutions that would have stopped a more than $20 billion defense deal between the United States and the UAE, one of the countries that has normalized ties with Israel this year. Talk to me about the role that defense spending is playing in these deals, and how does that change the equation for the Middle East? Look, first of all, uh, there is a mutual interest of the U.S. and these Arab countries to have uh, deals on buying weapons, drones, and uh, fighter jets. And that was the deal with Emirates with the the fighter jets, F-35. And now is the deal of Morocco with buying new drones, advanced, uh, uh, for uh, for defending uh, their country. These countries have an interest uh, to uh, have a priority in military advance uh, if any conflict with Iran uh, will start. And there is a huge um, debate in these countries about their military abilities. However, there is one problem that prevented the U.S. for years from selling these things, uh, the military equipment, to the Arab countries, is that they want Israel to have a priority uh, in, uh, in military advance as their major ally in the Middle East. However, now, the interest of facing Iran is, is making the U.S. Uh, uh, allowing these deals uh, to go ahead. At the same time, uh, promising Israel uh, to stay as the first military-equipped, advanced uh, state uh, in the Middle East. 
and uh, it's 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 a business deal as well that the U.S. will benefit a lot from it. So it's it's they want it to happen, and it seems that it's happening. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I want to wrap up with the incoming administration. Uh, President-elect Biden has indicated he will rejoin the Iran nuclear deal or try to cut some sort of agreement that will end the movement forward we've seen in the Iranian nuclear program. Do you anticipate any of these deals changing at all once there is a new administration? Or could President-elect Biden use the momentum in the region to try to cut other deals that would benefit the United States as well as U.S. allies? Uh, despite the differences in the views between uh, President Trump administration and the newly elected President Joe Biden, but the facts that's happening right now on the ground will not be able to be changed, especially the deals on the weapons and the agreements with Israel. And uh, President Trump has set up an allies with Israel that could, in the Arab world for sure, with these Sunni countries, uh, to face any new administration attempt uh, to reach or to return to uh, the nuclear deal with, with Israel. So the voice will not be the voice of only uh, the Prime Minister Netanyahu or Israel against these deals, but will be together with several Arab countries who has interest uh, that uh, the regime in Iran to change, the Shiite Muslim regime in Iran to change. So now he's created facts on the ground that will have a stronger position if there is a change. However, that doesn't mean that, the, that the, the, these, these opposition of any Iranian or, or return to the Iranian deal can stop the new president from re-engaging in negotiating and talking with, Israel, uh, with, with Iran on any future deal. But simply, there is now new facts on the ground that there will be a united one front of Sunni countries with Israel against any U.S. attempt to return uh, to a nuclear deal with, with Iran. And probably they will ask to set in new conditions if the U.S. insisted with the new administration of President-elect Joe Biden to return to the Iranian nuclear uh, deal. It will be interesting to watch uh, what unfolds in the coming weeks and months. Fox News senior field producer Ibrahim Haswan joining us today on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Ibrahim, thank you for your time. Thank you, Trey. Good to, to be with you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.